What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Do It Scare Anyway podcast. This is episode three. I'm your host, Shania Lee, and I have a special guest today, Mr. Jordan Bryant. What's up, my guy? Hey. How have you been? Hello, Shania. How have you been? (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) I've been good. I just. Right, right. Where do we start? Because it's been crazy. Um, I've been good though. I've just been busy, still doing video and photo, um, full time still. I'm getting into the podcasting Beautiful. more, and yeah, that's really my yes. updates. What about you? That's plus. honestly, I feel the same. Just the energy of just feeling new right now. You know, yeah. what I mean, kind of like trying to put out so much new ideas that I have in my mind, and just trying to like show them to the world so what do you call yourself like what's your title is it singer songwriter producer like what's your (laughs) title uh i usually just take singer songwriter yeah Uh, i enjoy singing i enjoy lyrics and making music in that process i would love to produce and working with so many amazing producers right now have been like a blessing honestly it's been beautiful you would say music is your happy place Music definitely is my happy place. I feel like music is like that number one thing to always run back to. It's mm-hmm. always that thing to be like, hey, this is what grounds me. This is what is mm-hmm. connected to me when I can't even get connections from anything else. Yeah, from people or whatever. Right. Yeah, no, 100%. It's in a different way. Okay. So we're yeah. going to do a short icebreaker game. And it's called Five okay. Second Guess. <clears throat> Ellen has made it popular on her show, but basically cool. you answer cool. a question, you only have five seconds. Okay. So That's I got our names here. If you can okay. that glare, I don't know if you can see them. Your name's there though. Just, just know okay, your name's cool, there. Cool, cool, cool. And I'm gonna sure, read sure. the question. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. okay. Cool. I think there's a, a lag. I definitely mean there's a lag to this video, but really? It seems on point to me or really? is it on my end or... i think it's on mine oh i don't know but we're just gonna perfect. make it work we're gonna okay. make it work. okay 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 so do you want to go first or me um you go first because I'm, okay. I'm a little i don't want to get familiar okay so the first question is name three deceased actresses Ooh. Yeah. okay um whitney houston aretha franklin and I and I lost. Okay. Oh damn. Okay, cool. Okay, that, yeah, that okay, cool. Already, 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 already. okay. Oh, this this should be easy for you. Name three types of music. Go. Uh pop, RB, and soul. There you go. They like, it's like it's like they knew. That was bad. Okay, they're they give me a little slide. Okay, so we can go again. Cool. Okay, name three insects. Um, ants, spiders. I don't even think the spiders are insects. I don't know. <laughs> what? I don't know. But, it's sp- they, it's they weren't letting you get that one. No, no a spider is definitely an insect. A spider yeah, is thought, definitely an insect. So you know, there's insects. I couldn't name like then, twenty that. Okay, I'm dumb like, right now. Isn't there different no, categories for for bugs? Well, actually, you're right. There are. Comp- 20 million different categories for bugs. So that's what I'm like. like actually, spider, I'll give you a pacifier. Spider could have been anything. A spider could be a damn mammal at this point. To be honest. <laughs> like, Honestly, you're terrifying. You're very terrifying. slow moment I just had. I don't know why. I, I started to think too deep. That's what it was. It okay. okay. So you most likely, you won this round, but I'll just let you go. <laughs> no. Okay. Name, oh. Name three famous Australians. Uh... 
damn you know what's so funny yeah zane low no uh, it's too late fuck damn i <laughs> you, you, right, you anyway. really gotta think hard but, right i know but still even thinking like damn it catch you for i get you now your now, mind now. goes blank right and i start to think bad. too hard okay cool that was fun <laughs> that was good that was a good round uh, let me go back to my notes i love your phone case by the way that is thank so you dope. that is really nice where is my notes okay Okay, cool. So we're going to get right into it. All right. So, Jordan, tell the people about the time of your life when you did it scared anyway. Whew. You know, I was thinking on that question so hard today. It's like, I was scared to do it anyway. I felt like it was a time where I was at the lowest in my life. I had no idea what I was going to do, where I was going to go next how I was going to do it, where I was going to, where was going to lead me to. And I was so scared to listen to everyone else around me. I was so terrified to be like, oh my God, like, how do I weigh out the two to make a decision? And I was so scared to actually make a decision that I made one. I was like, you know what, let me go. Let me risk it all. Let me just take a chance on myself. Let me Mm -hmm. hone into something that I couldn't even think would be possible. And that's, what's something I was scared of but which now I overcome and yeah so that that's where I'm getting at with that question to feel well what is it so what is that thing that you had to weigh your options about um it was more of just like a stuck place I was really at my hometown before I really knew I wanted to take music seriously and I was just debating on like, hey, do I actually want to move to New York? Where am I going to go with this? I don't have this. I don't have that. I can't make this. I don't even know where, how I was going to even make it. And I remember being like, you know what? I only have this amount of money on me. I know what whatever I could do with $800 to start somewhere, I could be able to change completely different. I know it's not going to be easy. And we're going to have to always have those scary moments that it's not going to always be easy but like those are the best parts because like you know we need it not to be easy sometimes right I mean I feel like if you're always comfortable you don't grow so you have to be comfortable right. and uncomfortable yeah and that's really true to be uncomfortably uncomfortable is where I've been right now and it's been such a battle more than everything because like just for me to feel like in this uncomfortable feeling of everything that's happened in my life right now through like relationships, career, through family, through all these things. And it makes me feel so uncomfortable that I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? Why does everything feel so off balance to where it's like me centering back to myself to like, you're only feeling uncomfortable to feel comfortable again. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And we all deserve to feel comfortable. We all are looking for comfort more than anything right now. I think, um, yeah. Yeah. So you only had eight hundred dollars to your name, and you was like, "I'm moving to dollars," and I needed to do it. Before that, I was living in the UK and only had forty pounds to my name, and I was like, "If I could have made it there and here." So okay, so talk about that then. So you were in UK and then you were in New York. So what were you doing in UK? Yeah, in the UK, I was just starting off my career in music. I really wanted to do it so bad. I met an engineer over there named Eve Terry at the time. She was so brilliant. She's just an amazing engineer. And 
she really taught me the ropes. She really helped me understand what it's like to get in the booth, how to understand what I want to do with my career, what it looks like, how to manage myself, how to really branch myself out into different avenues. So at that time, I took that risk as well to be like, hey, I really wanted to do this seriously. And this person is willing to invest back into me. And so many people were willing to um, support me. And I couldn't thank them enough at that time. So yeah. So what happened for you? Was like, okay. Risk. I like risk. <laughs> I, I mean, you moving? Like, so where are you from? Yeah. You said what? Where are you from? I'm from Toledo, Ohio. Yeah. Okay. So from Toledo, Ohio, you moved to the UK for music? Yes. Wow. And then and back then, to New York. I was like, then, I need to wow. come back to New York. Because I always fell in love with New York. I think when I was around like 15, 16, my uncle lived in New York. So he would always be like, hey, you know, come spend the summer in New York, like be creative, come outside of the box. Right. And it was always an escape for me to like find something new. And I always appreciate that about New York. But now I'm to the point where like, oh my God, now I got to experience it so many other places. So um, I'm appreciating my five years being in New York, but I'm also realizing where else I have to branch off to, too now. Okay, cool. So then talk about your music journey. So like, what's your sound? How did you find your sound? Who inspires you? Mm-hmm. Why did you want to get into music? Um, so many people inspire me. Honestly, I think the reason why I wanted to get into music was the emotion behind it, because it was such like a powerful play on words. It wasn't like poetry, but it also wasn't like acting in a way mm-hmm. too. It was kind of like an intersection because like, um I always felt so moved when people were so moved you know and that's what always really got me into music and um even when people cry through music that was always something really huge for me even when people cry now I'm always like oh like it's a feeling (laughs) to feel like damn it's so connected to you yeah just words so that's what really got me into music and I, I can definitely that. relate to that when I do video me being a videographer I, my whole goal right. is to evoke emotion and so one thing I think is so amazing about video specifically is that mm-hmm. take a movie no matter when that movie was made all different types of people will sit there and watch no matter the year the time but they all leave a different perspectives yeah so like I watch a movie that was made in 1996 and I left a different perspective than the people who've seen it in 1996 and it's still a powerful whatever that was wherever you were supposed to get from it you took from it right you know, so I always think that's really powerful so yeah I can really relate to that Bless. that's really good yeah so like so what's your music inspiration so who do you listen to that was like this is where I get my sound from um it changes all the time it's honestly new artists older artists um artists that aren't even out yet like it changes every day so that question is always so hard for me but um I feel like references from artists that really encouraged me to create different type of music outside of what we're so used to would be mm-hmm. like uh Frank Ocean I would say Childish Gambino um Drake Andre 3000 um I definitely artists. get those vibes from you yeah <laughs> I definitely get those also <laughs> thank you but also new artists too like that really speak to different references that we really go through like Summer Walker you got Brent Fry- Fiaz you have 
um, Rex Orange County, you have Tame Impala, like, you know, just all really cool, interesting artists right now. So, yeah, it's cool. I'm a little proud of myself that I knew almost everybody you said. The last <laughs> I two. was trying to remember. <laughs> the last I was two. some names that I'm like, oh, right. I know you. Oh, it's yeah. okay. Put me on game. And right. I need to, no, I need to no, Brian. for real, yeah. for real, for real. But those ones are also really ones that really inspired me to get outside the box to be like, okay, this is how you could touch people in different ways within certain elements but yeah right and so did you as a kid were you like writing were you into poetry like what were you I was into? so into writing I would be like up for hours my mom would be like so pissed at me she'd be like oh my god go to bed I'd just be blasting singing <laughs> to the top of my lungs to like three four in the morning and I used to love that like after school, I would come home and just like write and make songs. And I will always do that for like my guilty pleasure. And I wouldn't really tell anybody. I was just like, oh, you know, or when I presented to people, they were like, oh, like it was always a cool thing. Yeah. But I never knew what it was, but I just loved writing songs and like making it funny and like making it like kind of like interesting. Like you're like also in the story of the song because you're like, mm-hmm. damn, like, I feel like every song I listen to is like, oh my gosh, like I feel like I'm in a movie and listening yeah. to song. So I really tried to uh, create that when I was younger so much with songs that I think that's what ended up happening now when I make my music to this day. So do you have like recordings of you as a kid singing and stuff? Um, I never was more of a, I was more of an actor when I was younger. So mm-hmm. I never really understood that I was able to do, able to sing until gotcha. like I did a musical and they were like oh my god you should really do it and I was like I fucking hate it <laughs> I cannot like musicals I don't even like watching them now really <laughs> like, yeah I really don't I don't know why I'm just not really like I need I need interaction I need to like see I don't think people need to break I I, I love them I think they're beautiful but it's and not you live mine. in New York and that's right like, and in Broadway like everything Everybody was on this Hamilton tip, and I Yo, could not and get I, with it. I, I tried. still haven't watched Hamilton. Twenty yet. minutes, how... and I was done. I said, "I can't do it. I'm sorry." Yo, I don't get it. I've had people break it down to me. I've had so many Same. situations, and I still haven't watched this movie. And I, I don't know what it is. Like, I think the storyline is incredible. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah I'm just. It was just too movie. much thinking for me. I think. <laughs> yeah, the music. Yeah. Mind you, the music was great, but I think the guy who plays Hamilton, he like yeah. made a lot. Of, it was genius. It was amazing, but it was, it was too beautiful. much. <laughs> just right. Dream Girls, let me tell you, Dream <laughs> Girls is one of my that's, favorite yo, movies. <laughs> when I say I quote it randomly for no reason, yo, that is my movie. That is honestly one of the best things I've heard all day because Dream Girls is that movie. Like you can watch Dream Girls a million at a time. And, that, and, and it, think, pl- it plays so perfectly. I think that's what it is. The element is it. Yes, because it's not Everything. just singing. They're like, it's parts where they're talking singing and it's like it's just yeah. it blends into the movie so well that it's not like oh here they go again. right it's like this song is that's, dope <laughs> i think that's why i liked it because it was like actual artists in ways too because the same thing yeah. with like uh cadillac records i love cadillac records that was like, yeah. another one of my favorite i watched it once i think <gasps> yeah oh, that came so in good. i don't remember it, it like that it is a stomach turner because it gets a little dark but it's okay. it's a really good like movie kind of like musical but that's what made me discover I needed to do that. That's <laughs> so, what's yeah. up. That's what's up. So then from when you figured out this is what I want to do and you were moving to UK and then you're like, okay, I'm done with that. I'm moving to New York. 
in that process in that journey did you have anybody telling you hey no don't do this like you had any yeah, support I get that yeah I have I had honestly growing up I had so much support from random people strangers even to now through my whole entire life always had that and I always appreciate respect it forever and ever but I think growing up I always had critics it was always very criticism it was always like critical of I understand why people are very critical and I needed critics to understand who I was because mm-hmm. like I would always like overanalyze or assume or I think that people are like oh shit this is actually real like damn am I really this am I really that good am I doing that bad or did that really did suck like I would really beat myself on it I'd like show people a track and like take that into like oh my god this is really not you know and they just yeah. don't even understand the thing the element yeah you know what I mean so kind of really letting go of opinions has been something in my process mm-hmm. through this that I understand because like we've all got it we all have one no matter what stature what status but yeah so no, I definitely get that. I was in the last podcast I shot, I was mm-hmm. telling them how God literally told me to stop asking people uh, permission to fill or succeed. <laughs> yeah. That's legit what I was doing. So like when I would create a video or photos, I would right. wait to see their reaction to see, okay, then I did good. Yeah. They liked it. Oh man, I did right. that. Then who cares? How did yeah. you feel about it? So, Honestly. And it yeah. even happens in relationships. And I realized that too, even beyond just like what I'm doing, it's more of like, feeling happy within yourself to be happy with someone else it's Mm -hmm. like it shouldn't be a conflict on what you can't provide for yourself in happiness you know what I mean somebody could add to happiness but Mm -hmm. you make yourself happy ultimately you know it's nobody's responsibility to make you happy but yourself yes and it took me a while to understand yeah it's still taking me a while like it's not an overnight process it's hard because it but it happens to the best of us because we just love and we are filled with so much abundance that it's like we want the best in situations and we don't really like hope for the worst i don't think anybody wants to hope for the worst but it's also we have to take the risk to try because sometimes we're built in fear-based situations do it scared anyway that's what this whole thing is about literally and to talk about that as something that's so personal and so vulnerable and needs to have more conversations around it and i'm so glad you're doing this and thank you it's a great conversation i'm happy to be part of it i um i started well, it was this a motto or mantra, whatever you want to call it, in college. Yeah. I, I had opportunities come my way, and I was scared like crazy. And I'm like, right. Shania, just do it scared anyway. Just do it scared anyway. So I would say to myself all the time, and I truly believe that's why I'm where I'm at right now in my life. It's because I just kept doing things scared anyway. Even if I didn't feel qualified, yeah. even, you know, if, if there was somebody better than me, going for it i'm still gonna go for it too and so um i truly believe god gave me the idea to make this into a podcast because i want to my whole thing is i want to give my platform to other people to be seen and heard you know i grew up not having that i grew up not being seen and not being heard so if i can do that for somebody else that's what this whole thing is about so i'm glad you want to be on it i'm glad you added me to be a part of it i was like yes this is and especially in this moment from in this situation in my life like I'm realizing things at a faster speed than usual. Mm-hmm. So accepting so many things at a faster speed, I have to realize I can't be scared for these things. And sometimes it's hard when people are, when you want the best for people that sometimes set themselves back because they are scared. And sometimes we have to be able to let go. We gotta let go of past. Yeah. We can't let go of trauma. We gotta let go. Especially as like us as 
uh, black community, we need that more than ever. And I think in moments of where we feel so far apart, I wish we were more together to let go of so much things we're afraid of or talk about things that we're afraid of. Or, talk about things that we're afraid of. You know? Yes. Yes. And that's it, because it's so similar. <laughs> like, it's so similar and it's so close to home than like far apart. A hundred percent. Putting my like putting myself out there is scary for me. I don't like. I like being behind the scenes. Me behind the too. Camera. I, like, How you a singer? How you gonna be behind? The you know camera? what it is. It's just like I think my struggle sometimes. I realized this yesterday. I feel sometimes very overwhelmed with the tension. I think I could get in a hermit mode when it's too much or not required or I'm not looking for it. And your social media people, just. Yeah, out, especially when people are like, oh, do this, do fun. And it's like, I need that time for myself again because I have to go back in hibernation mode. I need to retreat. I need to process what is going on. It's too many things happening at once. And I sometimes have to learn to be like, no, I'm done. I don't want to shoot him. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this. I don't want to go here. I don't want to feel like I have to answer this call. I don't want to do these things right now. Yeah. So I need that for myself. And that's been one of the hardest things right now but yeah no i get that because i'm very sensitive to like energies and stuff like that not to sound spooky or like <laughs> no, that but that's i'm a real. christian but I'm like the same. Yeah. literally if i'm in a room i can mm-hmm. feel every it, it's just too much like, honestly someone can I'm walk the into the door and I automatic like something right about them like <laughs> yeah. I, it's like i have automatic discernment so and like it is something I mean, though even it's not really you know what i mean it's not honestly even wrong about them it's just something that i'm can I, i'm like I emphasize for it. it's like mm-hmm. I know it's something internal mm-hmm. because it's like yes. I and I sometimes I can't have any control on things internal but also I can't save everybody either too I can't <laughs> I can't that's do that the <laughs> that's the one you like can't some people just want to self-sabotage and it fucking sucks it really does suck because it's like if you only knew if you only knew how easy it could get and how better it feels when you don't do shit that you know isn't right for you all the time it's like it's 10 times easier yeah i was on clubhouse this is when i was on this one everybody and their mama was <laughs> yeah right? um they were talking about it the group was called hello traumas so i went in mm. there i'm like let's see this sounds interesting <laughs> That's a good topic. and um one of the girls was saying how and i related to her heavy she said how she's the best can be the best most loyal friend to these people but it's never reciprocated back to her so when it's time for her when she needs somebody they're not there it's never and this this guy literally said he was like what we don't realize is a lot of times god put us in people's life to help them yeah that it's not for them to be our friend or for them to give us anything be but we will get it reciprocated just be from somebody else that god will give us not from that person and i was (laughs) like Oh, yes isn't that crazy that makes sense and it helps now but it sucks because you put all you invest yeah. all this time with somebody but you realize hey this was only supposed to be for a season yeah you know? that's very very true or even spe- putting expectations on how you think people would be yes it's like expecting them to know their problem or the situation or their faults or the whole mm-hmm. thing as a piece of a pie because it's like it takes two people in anything so knowing that it's like if you're not contributing to something that i'm providing into a healthy committed any friendship relationship any ship yeah and it's also bound to sink because it's like damn like you got to be willing to give and take you know what i mean mm-hmm. like I, I was just talking to a friend today 
and just hearing how like you know somebody's like oh well i put so much money into this and i did this for you and that for you and that and then and you trickle all these things you did for somebody and then like you look back at how much they've given you back and sometimes it's like we look at material things of like how much we did for somebody and it's like little do we know it's like it's more than just the physical substance of items it's more mm-hmm. of like the physical like i don't know how you are when you get gifts but like when mm-hmm. i get gifts or like presents or anything i'm so grateful and excited because I'm like, wow, I really appreciate that because you don't have to do these things. Yeah. But when I do it, I always feel like, I don't know. Oh, damn, I forgot what, I had a brain fart. <laughs> it's okay. No, my love language <laughs> isn't gifts. Uh, so yeah. when I do get them, I feel bad that my reaction isn't more like, oh my God, like it, maybe theirs <laughs> yeah. is. But my thing is quality time and like yes. service that, to those two things. Right. So literally people showing up for me, that's one of the that's, best things you it, can do for me is isn't to show it, up for me. Isn't it? So all the other things, like that's exactly what I mean. Like quality time, physical affection, things that really keep the substance of connecting alive for me mm-hmm. because it's like you could you could do so much through like the amount but I know my worth and I think that's yes. where it comes down to mm-hmm. so I think expectations on setting things for someone is something I stopped doing because I'm like and I don't want it for myself you know what yeah. I, mean? I don't want to be like set for something or have to be like with somebody that's set for this you know so someone did ask me what's the best gift you can receive and I said experience so that's, someone someone can give me what an experience to me that's the best right. thing memories yes. all that Literally, stuff that's the like, best because I could get to him about a pair of shoes or what like items you can get that, yourself that you know you could like you know what I mean it's not even earned or like enjoyed when somebody's just always like giving you things out of like it wouldn't even feel right. I don't know. For me personally, I just doesn't feel right to me. I understand certain people feel connected or value with. Yeah, that's a love language. Yeah. Yeah, it is a love language for sure. It's a love language, but it's also experiencing outside of those things or when it is given to you, how much love was put into it, not just over. Right. So look at it that way too. The yeah. Price, you know, mm-hmm. because if we're only going on price, then it's like what's true value, you know. <laughs> So let's talk a little bit more about your music. We definitely yeah. got off topic, but that's I know. I love it. Genuine conversation. I love it. So tell us a little bit about what's going on now with your music. You know, tell yeah. us about have you do you have an album, an EP? Right. That journey so was like. I am in the process of finally finalizing my album. It's been insane. I've been sending it off to like eight, 10, 20 million different producers just to finish off one fucking song, like get a crazy shit. So really finalizing everything to make sure I have this body of work that will last for generations. And that's really what I want to do for this season and really take my time on with instead of being to a rat race against no one, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So doing a lot of that right now, uh, just in the process of collaborating with different artists in doing different fields of fashion and arts and collaborating with things outside of music has really been the focus in music. You know, I'm an independent artist, so it's kind of like reaching outside of the box a lot. It's not so much of set on things that I don't even really want to set myself. It's like, what is exciting enough to do right now? What is something Mm -hmm. that keeps me alive and keeps the music going and inspires me each and every day? Like, Two days ago, I, I was been in writer's block for a long time, for a minute, and I just started a new track called Wait, and it's just been so 
important for this song right now because it's just so relatable it's so yeah. relatable and I think people need to hear that walking into the summer and also coming out of it because it's nice. like we have to remember especially when it gets colder again and when it gets to a new season and a new season we haven't even experienced to be like we all need that still we all still need this everybody's ready for like a hot boy hot girl summer and we've been saying that for like how many years right. like you know what I mean? like nah everybody's really ready it out why we haven't seen people really ready to like waste energy and time and healing on shit that like you know we could even see beyond them so you said the song is called wait yeah. yeah so far i'm calling it wait so right now but it might change i never know with me i'm a woman i'm like wait and then i'll change it to something completely different if no one has heard of you before what is one song that you want them to be introduced to to be like yeah this dude this he it oh I, you know, I would say Fancy Gold. Fancy Gold has been something that so many people have loved. It's in so much. And I can't Isn't that the song? That, that is okay. amazing. Amazing. No, no, that I shot the Yeah, the you shot the video, video okay, for. That's what I thought. Yes, it has did so much and blessed me beyond limits and reached so many like abilities for me. So like- That's what's up. Fancy Gold has definitely had a place in my heart, but it's so many songs I've created even that I haven't put out that has so much personal meaning to me in my heart. But I think my thing is like we said before, I just releasing it to the world. Yeah. And that's been yeah. always a struggle because so many opinions and criticism has been on top of it for so long that like when you hibernate and keep things in, it's bound just to like release itself. And I think that's where it's at right now for me. Yeah, I'm learning to get out of my own way. I said, now you're stopping your own success. You, no. And no one else is doing it. You're <laughs> yeah. stopping. It's you. And so, you know, but we know our own timing. And don't let anybody tell you different. Because, like, sometimes people are going to be like on you so hard over shit that you know that's out of pure love and genuineness. Mm -hmm. But you only know when it's time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And nobody else could let you know when it's time because people are going to have their own time. Sometimes your time's even longer than theirs. <laughs> not to be on you, like, not trying, but just seeing like, it's longevity like social media all the shit doesn't even matter to like the yeah. actual moment and I need to be better at being a better at social media because like, uh, I'm so in the moment and it's okay to be in the moment but I realize like it's a balance it's a balance I know I'm learning I'm trying to my best I have I succeeded no but this year, <laughs> but you're so was... good at it like you have a whole aesthetic down to the thank teeth. you so no my whole thing was I want to be present this yeah. year learn to be present and right. I have I succeeded <laughs> but I am trying my best <laughs> no you're there right now you're present in the moment right now and that's all like we, we could do because I'm the same way like I future jump 24 7 I'm oh, for shit. I can't I love it though I love doing it I love it <laughs> but I, it's also my biggest enemy because it's yeah. like it stresses me out sometimes because it's like if I'm just in the moment some other thing just figures itself out and mm -hmm. sometimes when I'm like letting things figure itself out it just gets better it just feels better it just becomes better and yeah. that's where I'm at right now because like things figure itself out and I can't stop things from figuring itself out you mm -hmm. know and that's yeah. where I'm at so what tips and strategies and life lessons can you give <laughs> to the people people who want to be singers kids who are writing in their journals mm. right now you know yo I who just wants say... to go to New York one day <laughs> constantly continue to learn that's all you could do because okay. we're all still learning I think once you feel like you stopped learning and you feel like you've gotten it all I think that's when 
you got to set it back. You got to reevaluate. You got to realize, hey, there's something else I'm missing. There's something else I need to figure out. There's something else I need to continue to learn in music to learn about music because you're never going to stop learning. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I say that's the biggest tip I would say take from trying to get into music. You have to be able to learn because if you're always set on certain things or you're not willing to change or want to then it's gonna be a lot harder to understand music or get into it or to love it you know yeah yeah. so like never feel like you arrive basically right right because we all like even when you feel like you have arrived you still feel like you haven't arrived Mm -hmm. you know you're still trying to show up you know yeah yeah. what lessons have you learned throughout your journey that you could give someone else I say don't give up because I get to lots of periods where I'll create something. I get a lot of praise and really cool. And then I go back into hibernation mode and then I stop because I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I can't take it. And then it takes a lot for me to create something else because it's so many opinions and backlash and this and this and this and timing. Mm-hmm. And I take that very personal when I didn't execute how I wanted to. And at mm-hmm. the same time, it's like, I shouldn't have to be so hard on myself. At this. I shouldn't just and right. do it continuously until it gets to a point where it's like this has evolved into something that I'm enjoying seeing because like I can't like you say you just haven't arrived like mm-hmm. you're always going to try to like get to the party you're always going to try to get to the show you're always trying to get to that place so just constantly like proving to myself that is where I'm at right now just like constantly creating music is where I want to be finish work finish products collaborate work on secret things that I just am so ready for the world to see and share but that's where I'm at do you feel like once you've done a project and it's done really well that it's hard to top that and so it makes you not want to move or create more yeah because it's also hard for me to like I do this thing where like I start stuff a lot and then it's like finishing it takes (laughs) a while and just constantly being on myself to like continue keep going don't just stop it you mm-hmm. have to finish these things because like if I don't finish it I just beat myself up on it even more so like constantly knowing I have to finish this thing like even this track like knowing I have to force myself to be like, I need to finish it I want to finish it I need to finish it sharing it to other people that I know that could give me the right type of opinions or not even the type of things I need to critically understand from myself not mm-hmm. needing them to like validate anything but just to see how they enjoy the feeling of it yeah is what I'm taking more and just like strategizing instead of reacting that's like the biggest thing for the season for me yeah I know I asked that question just because I know what a lot of like creative people that could be a thing where they've done something so well and now it's mm-hmm. like people okay people are over it what's your next thing and making that next thing be able to top what everyone yeah. loved and so Jordan Peele he yeah. when he made get out he mm-hmm. said that he was terrified to make anything else because he didn't think yeah. he was going to have that same success and right. he said that jay-z told him <laughs> i just think that's really random but jay-z said you don't have to top that you did that already that's done just yeah. create something else it's on a whole new level you don't need to compare your works that's, together and i was like is. that is so true and then not being scared just to create something bad just create it just create literally, something literally that is like the best you could possibly put it honestly and it's a hard thing because like i'm just getting to the point of creating it i've been on this project for three years now and it's still like oh 
I just want to be done so I can create. But even in the process of creating things new, it's always a trickle effect. I think, especially in music, like you're always ahead of your future self. Like you say things that you didn't even know that has happened yet or that mm-hmm. has happened. So it's kind of interesting, but I love that reference for sure. I yeah, I was, I thought that was very random, but. No, it's good. When Jay-Z yeah. give you advice, I guess you're going to listen to it. <laughs> it. For real. But, you know, I think it's even in that realm of stardom, I feel like it's such a smaller community that things get even more tighter and faster that you need those advice yeah. and like encouragement to be like, we're all literally on the same page, same boat, same journey, same story, same life, same like vision to what this all is, you know? And when you forget that you feel alone, you're like, I feel like yeah, I'm the only one out and there and somebody don't going through the same thing right. you're going through, same insecurities. <laughs> and we all are, like, we're all going through, it gets a lot easier though, for sure. It just, yeah. it gets a lot easier than what it is, especially now, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. This was no, great. Yeah. I love the genuine conversation. I know, for real. This is a beautiful day. You just made my day so complete. I'm about to enjoy it even more. <laughs> thank you. Well, tell when are you, you coming? Time out. When are you coming what? back to New York? When's your move? What's up with you? What? You need to be back. Look, New York ain't for me. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Bro, I hear you. You, I don't I get the it. hype. I don't get the hype. Um, I LA, LA. I was gonna say that. LA vibes. That's. LA, then I will meet you vibe. out there. I will meet you yeah. out there. Okay. I will see you. Honestly, this summer I'm hoping I can go out there at least twice. So Good. we're gonna see. But for sure, for sure, LA is my vibe. Yeah. Yes. Um. So tell people where they can find you. Um. You where they can find your music too. Yes, you can find me on Spotify or Apple Music at Jordan Bryant, or you can find me on Instagram at Jordan Alexander Bryant. Um, yeah, so I hope you guys could check me out there and let's have some more genuine conversations. Yeah. So. so you can find this yeah. episode on Beauty for Ashes YouTube channel. That's beauty with the number four ashes. Yeah. You can also find us on Instagram as beauty for ashes, the number four again, dot SL. This uh, podcast will also be on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And yeah, I'm I'm really happy that you came on. This was a great I'm episode. I'm really happy you had me a part of this. Thank yeah. you so much, honestly. Thank you. So until next time, everybody, don't be afraid to do it scared <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Peace. Peace.